Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What's going on, everybody? Marcus Black, Mary Dead Free here. And I wanted to take this time to actually thank two special individuals that left us five star reviews on our podcast. We said a few weeks back that if you were to leave us a five star review, we would gift you our Get Out of Debt and Start Building Wealth Masterclass. So these two individuals, we would like for you to report to the principal's office so we can be sure to send you this link. All you have to do is send us an email to blackmarrieddebtfree at gmail.com and we will reply with a link to the entire masterclass. So shout out to I'm Just Dom. I'm Just Dom. Thank you so much for leaving uh, this wonderful review. And I would also like to thank Ethan Daddy 0913. Shout out to you, Ethan Daddy 0913. Claim your prize. Uh, I'm sure you enjoy it. Thank you very much. And for everyone who's leaving us reviews, we truly appreciate it. It helps uh, other listeners see our podcast. So we really, really appreciate it. And, and, and for those who are, who, who are not leaving five star reviews, that's really not nice. You, you really hurt our feelings when you do that. Just wanted to let you know. But uh, shout out to everybody. Shout out to all our listeners. And now let's get to the podcast. Yeah. So today we are going to be exploring a topic that yes. I hope that um, will be deep and meaningful. And yeah. maybe we'll learn a little bit about each other and our listeners will learn more about us as well. So we're going to be talking about wealth and what it means to be wealthy. And so this conversation was started um, from an article that is found on CNBC, and it's titled, A Lot of People with Money Don't Have Wealth. And this article takes a look at what wealth means from a political scientist point of view, a psychologist point of view, and a certified financial planner. And so I think that it would be just really great to just kind of have this conversation between yeah. us. Let's do it. And let's, you know, talk about like what what makes a person wealthy <sighs> and like what that means to you. Man, this is a very deep question. But for me, I don't think wealth is a number. I think wealth is um about options it's about like not not having any worries not having your average worries so like if my car breaks down i'm not really worried because i have the money to take care of it if i want to go for me if i want to go buy food from x restaurant five times a week i can do that without really thinking about it if i want to go to a pump and pump gas i'm not 
wondering, man, gas is high. Uh, what's what? Where, let me. I gotta stop it at forty dollars. You know, not being able to do that, and and not being uh, what's the word? Not being negligent. You know, because you could do all those things and be in going into debt. You know, but being able to do those things that I laid out and money, and you're still your money is still making money for you. You're still wealthy. You're not, you're not putting yourself into a bad financial position to me is wealth. Uh, so it's less about a number, more about a feeling, more about a vibe, right? Wealth is a vibe <laughs> where you have options and you can do what you want to do when you want to do it. Uh, that's kind of my, a piece of mine. What about you? I think wealth can totally be a number. Okay. Like I'm on the opposite side of the spectrum, I think, because a number to me is concrete. It's like I even in having this conversation, I can say if wealth is a number, then I know when I've achieved it Mm -hmm. versus it being a vibe or a feeling Mm. that would mean for me it would come and go. Yeah. So I think that wealth can be a number. Yes. Um, but I do, I do agree with what you're saying because I look at it as maybe a little bit different in that maybe you have that sense of security Yes. because your finances are in order and you have money set aside for an emergencies, you could take a vacation. And then also when I think about being wealthy, I'm also thinking about not having to work. Yeah. I'm thinking about not working when I, when I'm thinking about wealth. Yeah, and so it doesn't have to mean retirement, but I look at it as I'm financially independent from the nine-to-five hustle and grind that many of us are on right now. So that's kind of how I look at being wealthy. Um, And then one of the key things about this article, it starts with a quote, and it says, a lot of people with money don't have wealth. And Mm. I think that that's huge because just because you have a high income – right doesn't mean that you're wealthy. Yes. It means that you have a high income and that you are getting money monthly. Um, But if that money were to discontinue, you might not have, well, you may not have that stability that you, that you once had. So I think that a lot of times we confuse income with wealth. Yeah. Especially, well, it's not even, I don't even think it's a community thing. I just think that it's a it's a financial literacy thing. Right. <laughs> to where a lot of people say, well, you have a, a high income, so then they must be wealthy. Yeah. I, and I think uh, another thing to insert there is, and what I'm realizing is, when you're wealthy, you don't have to, there, there, there isn't a, there's less time exchange for money when you're dealing in the wealth sphere. When you're dealing in the, I just, I have a high income, it's a lot of time exchange, right? So like right now, um, I, I'm in a business where I'm making a decent, having a, getting a decent return, but it's high time exchange. And so I don't think one could really ever consider themselves wealthy if that, if you're stuck in that continuum. Wealth comes when there's less time exchange and I'm still getting money. Now we know we've gone through chapter and verse, how that can happen, you know, with your assets paying you dividends, your, uh, re, uh real estate paying you in rent in rental income, whatever that looks like your business paying you, right. You're the CEO, you chilling, you have employees working. It could pay you that way. But I think if you're like having to work, I have to work 70 hours a week 
and I make $200,000, to me, like, can you ever really be wealthy with that exchange going forth? Sorry. I mean, it depends on your personal definition. Yeah. Where yeah. some people say I'm wealthy and I still want to work because I like to work. I like to keep my mind active. I like to, you know, right. maybe they they enjoy what they do. So I think that's where that individual variance yeah. occurs. Yeah. We had a great conversation uh, as you go deeper in the article. We had a great conversation today when I was telling you this is another thing that has to do with wealth. The the uh, how much your money is 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 valued changes over time. So like a hundred thousand dollars today isn't what a hundred thousand dollars was twenty years ago, and it won't be what a hundred thousand dollars is twenty years from now. It's gonna be. It's not gonna feel the same. And we were talking about that million million dollar mark, right? I'm seeing a lot of people peers becoming millionaires, or you know, it being it's it's right there within the grasp. When fifteen years ago you could have put millionaires and billionaires in the same sentence to me because it was just all something that I never saw. But because money is just, I want what I'm saying is it doesn't feel like a million dollars is that thing that it was when, you know, you were, when I was much younger. It does to me. Okay. I mean, that's cool. That's cool. I won't feel wealthy when I, when I'm at that millionaire status to me, it doesn't feel wealthy to me it feels like you're doing great like you're doing your thing wow you did that if we're talking net worth or if we're talking liquid whatever you classify as millionaire like man that's really great but i will still feel like i'm not there okay so when i hear you say that there are two things come to mind and one is that we are we keep moving the benchmark okay Mm -hmm. like um I think if your goal is to become a millionaire, like that's a huge, that's a huge success. And that's something that needs to be applauded and you can do a lot with that. Yes. And I don't think that's anything to, to scoff at. Um, I think that that's still, um, a benchmark for a lot of people. There's plenty of articles that tell you how much to save each month in order to attain a million because that's significant. I think that sometimes we over, um, we watch a lot of celebrities. Come on. We watch these instant millionaires. Um, and we start hearing what they have, and now suddenly our work is insignificant. Mm. Our progress is not enough mm. because Tyler Perry was, you know, he went from homeless to billionaire, and look at Jay Z, and look at so and so. But those are those, they are in a different world than we are. And I don't think that, of course, I think inflation is a very real thing. Like what you said is absolutely one hundred percent correct. But I think that sometimes especially in social media where there's this culture, there's this floss culture, Mm -hmm. okay, um, that we see what other people are doing, then all of a sudden what we're doing feels small or feels significant, insignificant. It's not enough. And I think that we have to be careful about that because we're going to go through life miserable. We keep moving the benchmark. Now all of a sudden a million dollars isn't enough? I mean, it might not be enough for some people to retire. Let's just put that out there. But if you're a millionaire, like, you're doing your thing. You're, you're, I don't you're, think you're that's anything a, to scoff at. You're in a fraternity. Uh, you know, you're definitely in a fraternity. You know, uh, where there's it's just not. I'm not acting like everyone's in that fraternity either. Uh, so you're right, Shire. What about? T- let's talk about how geography may play into whether you feel wealthy or not. Of course. Um, you know, if you're making uh, let's just say the classic hundred thousand dollars, you're bringing a hundred thousand dollar household income in one area may feel good 
You may feel like, man, I'm kind of like wealthy. Like I'm balling out in this city, in this little small rural town, whatever. But if you move that to Los Angeles or San Francisco or New York, man, you might as well be on the street. <laughs> nah. But well, that's it, true. I mean, yeah. in some areas of the, of the Bay Area, if you make less than six figures, you are considered low income. Mm-hmm. And that's why we don't live there. You know, right. so <laughs> right. um, some people can. And I think that's great. And I prefer to commute to those locations yeah, or, right. you know, fly in once in a while, right. and you know, eat your food and come back home to things that are more affordable. Right. Um, but I think that's true. I mean, I think that that's totally true. But we're talking about our personal definition of wealth mm-hmm. and what that means. And I guess for, for me, Shai, the biggest thing on wealth is the time exchange. That's for Marcus personally. When I can, if I can make exactly what I make right now, not a penny more and I don't have to work to earn it. I don't have to exchange time mm-hmm. in any form or fashion. I'm not forced to, to earn exactly what I earn now, I'm wealthy beyond my imagination, in my opinion. Okay. Now so I have that, all my time to do whatever I want to do. But you still have inflation. I'll figure it out. <laughs> okay. I'll figure it out. Uh, yeah, because now I got free time. You know what I mean? I got this coming in. It's locked in. And now if inflation begins to affect it 10, 15 years from now, first of all, I know that I'm going to take some of this money and put it in a uh, inflatable asset as well to keep with inflation. So I know that about myself, but yeah, I think for me, that's, that's how I would judge wealth in a nutshell. What about you? Um, I think it, I think it's a number. Okay. You okay. did say that. I, you did say, what's I, your number then, Shai? What's I your number? You, Look at me. Let's go yearly salary first and then we'll go like net worth or liquid. So let's go yearly. What's your yearly salary for that? Now that, Ooh, they wealthy over there. Oh my goodness. Okay, you're putting me on the spot. And let's say you live in um you usually say you live in California but not LA or San Francisco. Okay. Um That's a good question. Gotcha. I think Hard-hitting questions. Over but there. wealth is not an income. Facts. I that was like part of the article. So when you say it's a number a number oh, what kind of number? It's okay. So wealth is... Or when you say wealth is a number, I'm sorry. The attainment of assets, mm-hmm. and the assets will generate income. So we're talking... But it might not be in the form of a monthly gotcha. like paycheck. So I think you're more net worthy. Net worth. Yeah, because your net worth is, is your wealth. Okay, so let's break that down. What What's your wealth, net worth number that you feel is... Now that's wealthy right there. Wealthy or comfortable? Let's go wealthy. That's what we're talking about. Let's talk about wealthy. Okay. And this, this and above. In you know this what I mean? case, I'm just going to pull a number out of a hat. Okay. And I don't... See, now, when you put it that way, it's like, okay, if I pull a number out of a hat, does it mean that it's attainable or it's not attainable? I, I would say several million. That's wealthy. Several million. Because there's... And, and we got to talk about this, y'all. There's now a I difference... Feel, I don't know. No, there's a difference between wealth and rich. Okay. Chris Rock broke it down okay. on I think it might have been bigger, bigger and blacker. His one of his specials. Rich is Shaquille O'Neal. Uh, the man who writes his checks is wealthy. Rich is something you can. He said. I think Shaquille O'Neal is wealthy. Well, yeah. Now, anyway. now, yeah. This was Shaq like in the nineties, right? Okay. I mean, this is still player Shaq. Okay. This Shaq is ago. probably worth a bill, but 
uh, <laughs> or close to it. But rich is something you could lose with a bad habit, with a, with a drug habit, he said, right? Or, or going to Vegas for, you know, living a summer in Vegas. You could, you could spend rich. Wealth is like you can't run out of wealth to me. You can't lose wealth in a generation to me. It might take a few generations of bad practices to blow through wealth. What do you think about that, Shy? Because I, I think we love this wealth, generational wealth, generational wealth. Man, that sounds so good. But can you, can we really, we could get generational rich, but can we get generational wealth? That's Walmart. That's Johnson and Johnson family. That's, that's, you know, the Chase family. You know what I mean? We talking about, I mean, but it does start, start somewhere. So, but what do you think about that? Sarah? I think the concept of gener. Oh, okay. This is like me putting my foot in my mouth, but I think the concept of generational wealth is very noble. It is very noble. Um, there's even a scripture in the Bible that says a good man leaves an inheritance for his children's, children's children. So not just thinking about your children, but those that are going to come after. So, um, but I, I think that it's a term that we say a lot um, in the black community, generational wealth, generational wealth. And I don't know that we all have the tools to do it, but mm-hmm. I think a, as part of that wealth that we pass on of course you want it to be money or, or assets of some form, but it's also like the knowledge mm-hmm. and the things that we're teaching our children so yeah. that they know how to um, create wealth, yes. you know, in, in their lifetime. I mean, you have to think about the average age that a person receives an inheritance from their parents. Like by the time they get the inheritance, I, I think it was in the 60s. They're well into their 60s. Yeah. yeah. So by, I mean, so if we're talking about generational wealth and I'm building something that my kids won't Benef- receive yeah, 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 yeah. or receive the full benefit of until their 60s, that means a lot of their good years are already lived. Mm-hmm. And so what are the benefits of those assets if you're receiving them, you know, w- way later in life? Um, but that's why I like your several million, you know, because I think, what, man, several million? That's going to, you know how long it's going to take me to get that? Well, wealth isn't easy. It's not something that, that it's not really, it shouldn't be something that's extremely easy to, or a small number. If it's a small number, then that's not wealth. Like you said, wealth is like my kids can start experiencing the benefits of that at 18, as opposed to when I die, y'all get the house, y'all get this, y'all get the stuff that, that I give y'all because I'm, I'm no longer living. You know, that is still good. You, I think that's awesome to leave your kids with something as you pass, Mm -hmm. but generational wealth is when they're, they, they, they live in that life throughout their their lifetime. And I don't, I think we need to talk about that a little bit more yeah. because it's, I don't know. I think part, part of that for us is that financial education piece mm-hmm, that mm-hmm. our kids will have growing mm-hmm. up, you know, that maybe we didn't receive as much of yeah. um, growing up ourselves. Just that and, alone is going to be huge. Yeah. And also thinking about this idea of wealth, like, do you need to be wealthy to mm-hmm. live a good life? Do you need to be wealthy to live a comfortable life? Yeah. Uh, maybe a comfortable life is a life of wealth, you know, for someone. But I think it is important to start thinking about what it means to be wealthy. And if yeah. that's your goal, maybe I think maybe it's everyone's goal. But determining what that looks like, um, I think, is important. And I think we have different ideas. Yeah, and I, I don't think we have to have the same idea. Yeah, I just think we need to level set ourselves because I think. Wealth is the is shooting for the moon, 
and many of us will be rich and we'll hit the stars, which is cool. Like rich is great. Like even saying the word that rich is like something that I can get is amazing. It's amazing feeling that like I'm, if not there, I'm on my way to rich mm-hmm. and I'm pushing for wealth. But I think, like you said, we, we need to level set ourselves because we throw that word wealth around so much that it's just like, nah, that, that y'all, like we ain't, we not there. We getting there. You got to crawl before you walk. And so I think, yeah, shooting for wealth is really good. Uh, but it, I would hate for someone to say wealthy to me is, and then they throw what they feel is wealth and to real wealthy people or, you know, it's just not, that's not wealth. And we've, we've, we've tricked ourselves into thinking we're there and we're really not. And then when we pass, you see through what your kid, the way your kids live or your generations after you live that, nah, that wasn't wealth. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And the world is, the world is changing. Yeah. Um, can we talk about, can you create wealth by working a traditional job? Woo. I got to sit back for this one. <laughs> I'm going to say no. I'm going to say yeah. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> I'm going to say no because you can't scale it. You can't scale what? And me and you had this debate. You can't scale before. what specifically? You cannot scale your nine to five. I think the okay. only Why way. Why would you want to? Because you're trying to get to wealth. Okay. So let's say I come out and I'm a, man, I'm a, a neurosurgeon. I don't know if there's something, if there's a nine to five that pays more than a neurosurgeon. I'm just going to say I'm a the top neurosurgeon in the United States of America. And I make one, I make $900,000 a year. You probably make more than that. I make a million dollars a year of neurosurgeon. Why are you saying I'm like a million dollars? <laughs> I can only operate on so many brains like there. It's capped at a million dollars a year. Now, a million dollars a year. Is, ooh, that's a lot of money. Not all jobs are like are ca- have cap salary. Though. But there's only what I'm saying is, is there's only one me. I can't clone myself to scale. That's called children. Who might take the same career path. What? Bro, the chances of that, the chance Am of having I, a father is son. A, is that a stretch? Yes. Is that a stretch? It's like having two superheroes in the family. Like, yeah, like the son will probably like, you were never there for me. And just but it's possible. An artist or, I don't know. But I'm Nothing's just saying like, yeah, but I'm just saying like, if that's all, so sorry, let me ask you, let me clarify, ask you for clarification. Is that all a person doing is working a nine to five or are they doing other stuff? Like investing their money from the nine to five? Of course they're investing. Then I think maybe it's possible. Let me hear you out. Let me hear you out. Try to convince me. Let me hear you I don't out. Know. I, now I don't even know what I was going to say. When I say, can you grow wealth from can your you nine to five? Grow wealth from a nine to five. I, I think so. I say your nine to five alone. Yeah. Yeah. It depends on your personal definition of wealth, right? Yeah. So some folks will say yes and some will say no, and neither are necessarily wrong. But I think that we are putting less value on working nine to five mm. it's like we, we have this entrepreneur co- culture like i'm my own boss i'm the boss lady and you know and i yeah. think that's fine i think that's great like 
girl, you better you better go. Right. Um, but I I feel that if you work in nine to five, you can still invest, you can still grow yeah. wealth, and you don't have to feel like you're just going to work to quote unquote build someone else's dream. Like you can be there for you too. Like you can be there for your family too. You can be there using the income from your job to acquire assets or to invest in in you know a Roth IRA. And I think that there's a this idea that if you're working in nine to five and that's all you're doing, that you're, you're less than someone who's, who's an entrepreneur, you know, who might be flossing in a, I don't even know the size of an IG pick, but they're not that big. Yeah. Well, I think uh, now that you said that, let me clarify. So I think you can begin to build wealth from a nine to five, but I think the nine to five can't be, you're never going to hit wealthy status and still be working your nine to five in my opinion you're gonna need to scale that to like you said investing in and and assets and such as you know all those different things with your nine to five you're like your nine to five can fuel or be the 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 lighter for your wealth finance yeah it could finance your wealth the foundation but i think you're gonna have to do other stuff like you said like we're the walking embodiment of that like if all we did was earn our w2 nine to five money and we did nothing with it, we wouldn't even be on this podcast because we would have never paid off our debt. We would have never did X, Y, Z, but we need to use that to fuel, you know, the investments to fuel the, the, you know, all those different things. And eventually we're going to be outpacing our job. So that's what I'm saying. Starting off nine to five. Yes. You can start your wealth journey with that, but eventually you'll have to come off your nine to five because you're reaching wealth status. It will draw you away. You know what I mean? You'll be making more this way than you would. It, it just wouldn't. It, if you're going creeping closer to wealth, you you won't be available enough to work a nine to five anymore. And if you're still available to work a nine to five, you're not you're not that close to wealth yet. Just, I'm just sorry, because you still need to work your nine to five. You see what I'm saying, Zaire? If I'm wealthy, I don't have any more time to do that because I'm doing this business or. Uh, you know, I'm just generating more money outside of that now. I don't, but I don't think that's the story for most people, though. Most people work a nine to five and they'll invest in their 401k or their Roth IRA, and then they'll retire from the job, and then that they'll be living mm. their retirement, which is hopefully a wealthy situation, right? Then, yeah, exactly. You so came, I'm you not... stepped away, you stepped away because you retired. So, okay. So, um, one of the things in the article it talks about how wealthy people embrace the American dream. Mm. And I think that we can talk about that too, because a lot of people don't necessarily believe in the American dream anymore, you yeah. know? So um, they said the article says that wealthy people are more likely to have the mindset that hard work plate that wealthy people are more likely to have the mindset that hard work pays off and that their wealth is the result of their effort. Mm. Um, and the wealthy are more likely to rationalize their wealth in a way that embraces the American dream because it helps to, um, helps to, um, make them feel like less guilty. Yeah. Less guilt. Success. Right. Right. Yeah. I agree with that. I definitely agree with that. Uh, yeah, because a wealthy person is going to say like, I wasn't special, you know, I did this because I put the work in. And I think there's some truth to that. You know, anyone could do it, blah, blah, blah. So that, that makes a lot of sense. I, I don't think that's true. You don't? <laughs> well, okay. So, okay. What I don't think is true is that if you 
carbon copy someone else that you will always get their results. Oh yeah, I totally agree with that. Because we're in something called we're in the continuum of time. Space time continuum. So if you do what Marcus and I did and you follow our same exact steps, you're not going to end up where we are. Because you didn't start when we did. Because you didn't start when we did. So for example, uh, the first house we bought, it was like it was like a condo. We got a condo for like eighty seven thousand dollars. That same condo was probably worth two seventy five, maybe. So you're automatically paying more, you know, for what we got for, for cheaper. The same thing. Yeah. yeah, for the same thing. So that's just one example. So the fact that we're in something called time, it makes it difficult to create a carbon copy of someone else. So a carbon copy of any other successful person that you can think of. Mm-hmm. Um, it doesn't mean that you won't find success if you take some of their steps. It doesn't right. mean that you can't listen to their advice or do some of the things that have worked for them. But the bottom line is we're in the space called time yeah. and time changes things. Um, so, so when I hear the wealthy saying, well, anyone can do it. That's not always true. Yeah. Because well, of that, because that we're in the continuum of time. I agree. And I think some of the, some of the practices, um, saying if you do what I did, you could be successful, which we're, when we're saying that we're talking about putting into practice what I did. I don't think that that's necessarily true. But when we talk about mindset, I think that's usually what the wealthy are referring to. If you, you, if you, if you not do what I did in the sense of step-by-step strategy, but if you, if you fix your mind and you find your thing, you can be as successful as I was. I, I think that's why we have so many, books like you know rich dad poor dad uh, and all these mindset books is is like not taking not doing we're not telling you what to do but we're telling you how to think and how to you know how to think your way through it until you find whatever that thing is for you and honestly i think that that sounds good i think we do need to address the mindset i think the mindset is important but ultimately it's i think mindset ain't gonna make the money yeah, in, like, in and of itself. Yeah, like I don't just want to have the mindset of a rich person. Like, tell me how to be rich. Well, I think that's the name of a book. I'll teach you how to be rich. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's, it's probably a bestseller, but yeah. I, don't, I haven't got my hands on it quite yet. Um, but I think that mindset is is really big, and it can't be something that we overlook. But at the same time, we can't just say, "Oh, well, you're rich because you have a great mindset." I mean, right. you might have a great mindset, um, you but you also probably have the right connections. You know the right people mm-hmm. you've made some other strategic choices that have led you to where you are today yeah hmm. i think all in all you know wealth like you said Shire, it's 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 all about the individual it's all about the individual for me it would be having my time freed up for someone else for yourself it's a number it's a number having your needs met mm-hmm. having financial security um, I think all wealthy people would say that they have a level of financial security. Yes. I think there are probably some definites in there, even though I, I d- did say that it was self-defined. Um, yeah. Yeah, that combination of time, yeah. security, money. And, and I'll, I'll ask you this question, and then we could get out of here, Sean. Okay. Is wealth, is there a, 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 ce- a ceiling to wealth? Like, No. Is it like when you're in the wealth room, the sky's the limit kind of thing, right? It's like once you cross that through that well, it's like being wet. Like once something's wet, it's you can't be more wet. It's just, you know what I mean? I, yeah, I mean, and we're living in a time where I don't think that we've seen folks have the wealth yeah. that that they have. I mean, I feel like this is like thinking of like Jeff Bezos. Yeah. Like who's had more 
was he the richest person? Yes, the biggest. I is think he, he the richest? He may be the richest man in could be somebody. the history of the know. world. That's what I've heard heard it said that he may be the richest man in the history of the world. Yeah, so for me, it's like it's hard to say like there's a, there's a ceiling because I don't know. Yeah. I don't I don't think we know, but but it's also kind of like strange, you know, mm-hmm. that so much of our wealth go to certain people. Like yeah. if you're using their platforms or you're using their streaming services, it's like these uber wealthy folks are getting a little bit of our paycheck every yeah. single month. Like that's that's how they became rich. That's how they did it. I, so I guess you can figure that out. Um, crack the code. You'll crack the code <laughs> too. Um, but yeah, I mean, I think the I think the idea of wealth is definitely to be explored and yeah. and of course the financial education piece is not confusing income with wealth. Yes. And I think that it, that you say a lot that you can't pass on your income. Yeah. To your children. So like right. if you're working for a monthly paycheck, you can't necessarily hand that off, yeah, which would be nice. It stops when you stop, you know. So hopefully you guys enjoyed it. That was just a, a bit of our opinion on the topic. Uh do us a huge favor, man, wherever you're listening to this, uh, especially if you're on YouTube, jump in the comments and let us know what you think. You know, what is what is wealthy to you? Is it a number or is it a is it a vibe? You know, like how I said. Oh, on Lord. <laughs> I know we should put that on a T-shirt. Wealth is a vibe. Wealth is a vibe. Yo, or, T-shirt coming to you. Coming thank soon, you. Man. I'm in my wealth vibe. Yeah, I like that. I like that. Well, sure, I had a good time. Hopefully uh, our listeners did as well. Any final words? No, it's been great. So, we'll see you on the next episode. Take care. Peace. Bye-bye.